Hey everyone, I'm Matt. And I'm Steven. And you're listening to Code Talk with Matt and Steven. Where we sit around chatting about code and stuff. Welcome back to Code Talk. This is episode 10. Uh, I can't believe we're finally in uh, double digits. After right. Yeah, now we've kind of got a good format on. We're starting to be consistent. Uh, so this thing really should start moving along a lot quicker. Today we're going to uh, we're going to discuss what makes um, an engineer or developer senior. Like what what qualifications do they have to have? At least in in our opinions, uh, and then other opinions as well. You know, because it's that's what that is, right? It's I don't think it's uh, it's it's objective. I think it's subjective. So we can kind of throw that one out, right? Uh, having a senior engineer title doesn't necessarily make you a senior engineer. Um, cause I know a lot of small shops and things like that will put their, not to say that these are bad developers or anything like that, but just, uh, folks who are probably at more of a junior or, you know, mid-level, um, engineer at senior because they are technically the highest, uh, I guess, knowledgeable or the most knowledgeable engineer in the office, right? So they automatically get that title because, um, you know, they have marketing materials that they have to send out to clients and things like that. So I don't, I guess, so I just want to kind of throw that one out there, you know, that I don't necessarily believe if you have a senior engineer title that you're a senior engineer. Um, and do I consider myself a senior engineer? I think the... Uh, I mean, I've been developing for, I don't know, I guess 10 years plus now, somewhere around that area. Um, and I, you know, I'm always learning, so I don't know what comes after senior engineer, right? So, um, CTO, CTO, there you go. <laughs> yes. I, I, I guess I technically believe I'm, I am a senior engineer now and I'll give a few reasons why one is <clears throat> when I was, when I was a junior, I really didn't know much. So everything I was doing was, was just learning. So things go wrong. You're fixing them, learning how to fix bugs, learning how to work with a server, learning the ins and outs of, uh, you know, HTML and PHP and, you know, finding all your, your silly mistakes like, uh, you know, uh, not closing an HTML tag or, you know, just stuff like that. Just really really simple mistakes that, you know, you kind of learn to avoid as, you know, you start reaching the mid-level. Uh, and in the mid-level, you're actually starting to take on, you know, uh, I guess more conceptual kind of, um, you know, you're trying new things more like maybe new design patterns or uh, just literally just trying to, you know, that was about the time when I started building my own like, you know, CRM or framework or you know, I think every developer tries to do a framework at some point, right? Is that when we were thinking about doing Nova? Um, maybe. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even think I was a senior there. Like, I mean, not a senior. I don't even think I was a mid-level there. Like, I think, you know, I ended up, I ended up writing a framework for myself to develop, you know, to do my job faster. And I, and, and I actually ended up using that for a couple of years, you know, and it was, a, it was a WordPress framework, um, you know, and, and it worked really well. 
uh, actually, but then I moved on, uh, from there. Um, you know, I don't actually know. I feel like that when I, when I, the day I considered that I could actually probably, probably be in senior developer territory or engineer territory was when I, when I didn't have my face shoved in a book or in a blog, you know, searching blocks <laughs> like 24 seven. Right. Uh, it was more, you know, for just the next thing I was trying to do, I needed to learn like every, you know, when things stopped being new and more of, you know, um, I'm actually learning to enhance. I, I don't know how to say this. It just to enhance what I'm already doing, I guess, or to, to learn more about it or take it to that next level. Um, yeah, I, I get your point with that. Uh, I think I think you're talking about basically you're not reaching for the next bit of information um, to learn something new or like, right? You're not you're not sitting there. You're like, you're like, okay, cool. I've learned this this language or this technology fifty percent of the way through. I'm going to learn the next ten percent or the next whatever. Right? You're like, you you've you've gotten ninety eight percent of the way there, and then you're working to the last two percent you're working to get the you know be more proficient you know to be faster to have you know to uh, be more efficient right you're you're you know working on uh speed uh, of programming but also maybe writing faster programs themselves you know so you're yeah. you're you're fine-tuning these you're not building new skills you're just fine-tuning the ones you've already earned exactly like yeah a, yeah yeah or you know you're you, you say hey i'm interested in something that you know someone talked about and you go and you read about it more and, you know, you can almost immediately implement it because you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. That's awesome. Right. Uh, versus like, OK, there's a lot of new concepts here that I haven't even begin to think about yet. Now I got to go dig my fa face in like two or three books just to understand it. Then I can apply it. Right. So, yeah. And I, I feel I've gotten to that point now where it's it's um, it's a little, you know, there are new concepts. There's always new concepts and I'm always digging into things that I have not learned. Right. But for my everyday job, for what I do, you know, uh, for work, you know, I've gotten to a great point there where my experience, you know, my knowledge in it, you know, and, and what I'm doing is, you know, is there, right. Um, you know, it's only in the pursuit of personal things or, um, just wanting to know more about something that is completely unrelated to, to my current knowledge or skill set, you know, is where I'm, I'm actually, you know, broadening. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> God, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I completely understand. Um, so, so for me, um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I, I, I thought I was a lot, I would, I thought I was senior, a lot further back than I actually was. Um, and a lot of it was that, that title, right? You get the senior engineer, right? At the small shop and you're like, awesome. I'm the senior developer. I'm a senior engineer. Or you even get the engineer tacked on. You're like, I'm no longer a developer. I'm an engineer, you know? And it's just, <laughs> it makes you feel good. And you start and you, and, and you are the smartest guy at the shop, right? Because they're so small. But then if you change jobs or you get a new, you know, a new task that you've never done before, you know, it can really knock you down really quickly. And so for me, I'd get to a place where I thought I was the best. And I was like, yeah, I'm a senior now, right? Like, I think I deserve this or I can do anything. And then you go, when I would switch jobs and I'd get them like, damn, I'm stupid. You know, like, I don't know anything because these people or these chat tasks or these challenges are, are a lot harder and more difficult than 
than I've had before, right? And so then I feel more mid-level and then I have to work my way back up mentally. But I think it wasn't until this job here at Help Scout that um, just seeing like the, you know, the, the immense talent that works here and being offered a position here and, and feeling like they were saying, you're good enough to be on this level, that that kind of made me feel senior, at least technically. And so this is kind of uh, that last part is kind of what sparked me wanting to kind of discuss this here with you um, was what makes a senior uh, developer, engineer, senior, uh, because I finally reached, at least in my mind, I agree with you, I think I kind of finally reached the point in my career 10 years in, 10 plus years um, in, uh, to where I feel technically, at least uh, talking about the code, uh, that I am senior level. But now uh, I'm starting to be uh, be shown by my coach, my my uh, our, our VP of engineering, uh, Chris Brookins. Uh, he's he's a great guy, great coach, great boss. He's starting to show me what it really means to be senior, and it's more uh, like his def. I, p- I pinged him for his definitions of senior. They're more behavioral and mm-hmm. uh, and how you manage yourself, and not the code you write. Uh, and so that's really what what's kind of sparked me about that because I'm like. I got knocked down a notch the other day because I was like, yeah, my mentality and actions on a lot of these things are more, you know, indicative of mid-level thinking as opposed to senior thinking. I was like, so I may have been, I've been spending the last 11 years of my career um, striving for and working on being technically proficient, Uh, but I haven't necessarily been working on maturing uh, my, my actions, my behavior, my mentality. Uh, to be senior level um, in how I conduct myself. I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that. There is that level of professionalism that you, you kind of, you know, you grow into. um, And, you know, understanding that, you know, your weaknesses are, you know, other people's strengths and, you know, the same for them and that, you know, teamwork actually is, is huge. So, I mean, I can accomplish projects all by myself you know, no problem. Just, you know, go it alone. And a lot of, you know, a lot of us do it, especially from time to time, but it's usually that team atmosphere, um, pitching in when, uh, you know, when you need to not getting mad when, <laughs> you know, you get critiqued, <clears throat> right. You know, and it doesn't, you know, it's not quite the, uh, uh, what you expected to hear, you know, and, or, I mean, or just really just anything like, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that happen. I feel like, you know, as you, as you, as many, you know, positions as I've had. And, you know, I, I guess when, you know, back in 2000, late 2008, 2000, early 2009, when, you know, we had the, the big crisis, everybody was losing jobs and, you know, it was actually kind of hard to find a job then. So you were, you were glad to have a job at that point. And, you know, you had to, you had to learn some humility there too. I'm not really sure what I'm trying to get at, but <laughs> I just feel like, you know, as, as you grow in your experience, you're going to, you're going to be put in a lot of different situations, right? Some are great. Some are bad. Some are tough it means you're working late nights to, uh, to finish your project. Um, you know, I, I know in a perfect work-life balance, that's, you know, it's not an ideal situation, but there are times, you know, like where, you know, you're working, Hopefully you're working for a company or, or on a team that, you know, you're all very passionate about what you're doing. So you're, you know, you want to see it succeed. So, and there's going to be those times where it takes more effort than, you know, clocking out at five. Um, 
and I, yeah, right. It's it's not necessarily about oh, I got my forty in. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's it's that team mentality that you're talking about, right? You're like, what's best for the team? What's best for the product, the company, the customers? Ultimately, right? Exactly. Because without yeah. customers, you don't even have a job. And so you're right. It it's not like okay, it's five o'clock. I gotta go. And and you know, you do have other responsibilities. You've got family. You've got to have a life. You got to do whatever. But you still have to to commit to getting these things done. So like for me, mm-hmm. I've got a hard, a pr- well, pretty hard cut off at five every day because, you know, I need to get off. I have to go feed, uh, you know, my, my daughter, um, you know, and I've got to hang out with her for a little bit, put her to bed, you know, give her a bath, all that stuff. When she goes down, if there's anything like bugs or, or anything I need to get done for a deadline, then I'm staying up late. You know, I'm coming back to right. work at eight, nine, ten, you know, and staying up till midnight or whatever it takes because you've got to put that in. So it's pretty much just like a longer you know, or, or, or I've pretty much got a dinner break at that point, but then I'm back to work if I need to be. And that's, I think, kind of what sets somebody apart. But uh, let me let me read through this list from Chris, uh, and I want to kind of discuss them. I want to get your thoughts on some of these because this is a pretty good list. Um, so he, he's got clear communication, so that's up and lateral, empathy for users and coworkers, excellent prioritization and risk awareness, attention to detail, follow-through, and growth mindset. Yeah, that's a good list. Yeah, so he and I have our uh, our one-on-ones together every two weeks, and most of them are dealing with him coaching me on these things because, you know, I think my peers are really great on coaching me and calling me out and helping me grow any code. You know, if I've, if I've had bugs or if I've gotten, you know, uh, if I'm not styling things right or if there's better architecture or patterns that I could be doing, my peers are really good at doing that, you know, helping me grow in that sector. But for the most part, I do consider myself pretty proficient technically, but it's these other personality behavioral traits that I think it takes that you have to work on those. Um, like you mentioned professionalism, right? And what does that mean? It's not just dressing the part or, you know, acting a certain way. It's kind of being this way, right? Not just being playing a part, but it's having this mentality. Um, and where I tend to fail a lot is in communication, um, you know, I'm not clear with my, cause you're right. I, I, I'm, I think we, we both kind of come from similar backgrounds, right? Where we're the one or two man shops, you know, where we're pretty much the only ones working on a project, you know, cause they're small projects or even if they're big projects, we're still, the, you know, on a small developer team, if not alone. So communication is not an issue with that. But when you've got a larger mm-hmm. team and customers and clients and everything that you have to kind of communicate to, and everyone has a different communication style, you have to really um, you have to just be really, really uh, purposeful in what you say and how you say it. Um, and you also have to be consistent, right, with that. A lot of times where I know I fail, and this is how I know I'm not a senior mentally uh, mentally senior developer, is that I, I just will leave off details or I just won't communicate something because I don't know how yet. You know, I haven't formulated it uh, in my mind or I don't know how to express it. And so I just leave it off. I put it off. Then I forget about it, and then somebody comes looking, and they're like, hey, where is this? Why is this only part of the way done, or whatever? And then I'm like, oh, right, it's all in my head. I haven't shared that with you yet. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> I definitely I definitely hear what you're saying, and, like, um, you know, I, I guess – I think you're in a kind of a different situation than I am. And so I'm still, uh, and currently at this point, and I have, I think just about everybody and 
I'm just making assumptions here, but you have a lot of, most of the people on your team are senior devs. Am I correct? I mean, you, you typically don't have a lot of juniors or anything like that. Correct. You know, usually in my situation or the situations I've been in, you know, usually us, the senior devs on the team are usually the ones, uh, you know, that you actually have to take the time out to, to mentor. Do you know what I mean? A lot of the junior or mid-level devs are going to be coming to you for questions, you know, saying, how could, how can I solve this? Or, you know, I can't think of a way to do this. Can you help me? You know? Uh, and I think that's part of the professionalism and, and understanding that it's part of, you know, part of being just a, a good teammate is to say, yeah, let me help you, you know, or I'll take that, you know, um, I think it's another thing, you know, you, you probably see a lot more senior devs like, uh, you know, when you're in scrum or something like that and they're like, yeah, we have this huge bug and it's like in the one part of your app that nobody wants to touch. Right. <laughs> you know, I feel like professionalism <laughs> oh, is yeah. when you're like, you know what, I'll take it. I'll, I'll do it. You know what? I've had the most, you know, I actually went and fixed a bug in there the other day. So my brain's still kind of on it. I'm familiar with it. You know, I can probably knock it out faster than, you know, anybody else here, you know, it's just kind of like every once in a while, sucking it up for, <laughs> for the rest of your team, you know? And, and I think there's, and then you talked to, there was another thing on the list, uh, risk assessment. I think that's very important, uh, for a senior dev cause you know, management or somebody who doesn't understand the process is going to come to you and say, this is what we're looking at doing. How can we accomplish this? You know, they might say, here's our budget, here's our time frame." you know, here's, you know, whatever list of, you know, uh, of things that, you know, are requirements and, you know, you have to realistically be able to not only very quickly say, well, I would probably approach it this way. You'll probably already kind of figure out all the inherent problems with going in that route. You know what I mean? So you're probably going to say, yeah, we could do this, this, and this. And then you say, but that could cause a problem down the road, or this could cause a problem down the road. And the reason is, you've probably done it already. Right. And you've probably seen it happen and say, yeah, taking this approach before didn't work out. This is what I ran into could be a problem, you know, and, uh, it's just, it starts that dialogue and helps everybody kind of understand the, uh, the requirement a little bit more. So, um, I think mentally, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good at risk awareness, um, and, and prioritizing things, right? Cause I'm like, okay, I think we can do this in this amount of time or we can't do that. I mean, if I could, if I had the patience to play chess, I might be good at it. Uh, because I can, at least in code, I can think a few steps ahead, many steps ahead, right? Of if I do this, it's going to impact this other system, which may handle this thing down the road or whatever. So I can kind of see those, those pieces, uh, before I even have to write a line of code. But mine still comes back to communication. And we always have, you know, I always get this as my feedback after every project. And if you'll, you'll hear it from five minutes ago, you'll hear examples of it. I don't, um, I, I generally lack communication skills uh, when I mean, even verbally, right? And I just, I kind of, I can't think of the word. I stumble over myself because I could just, my brain's going faster than my mouth can go and they get out of sync and I can't think, I can't think of the word, which then I just get frustrated um, and so you, you know, like I said, go back a few minutes in this podcast, you'll hear examples of that. Um, and so that's, that hits me a lot in my communication. And so when we, when we're working on projects, if there's something that, you know, I, I read the spec or I'm like, okay, well, we shouldn't do that. 
or this is a consideration or this is a problem or whatever, in my mind, you know, my subconscious, almost like a subroutine of my brain, I've already worked out all the reasons why. Um, I just personally have trouble articulating that, um, whether it be written or spoken. And so when I'm asked or challenged, well, why can't we do that? You know, my response is something short and rather emotional instead of intellectual. It's, you know, because, or trust me, or it won't work. You know, it's something that has no substance to it, has no purpose or reason behind it. And what I really need to say is, give me a moment, let me formulate my thoughts and opinions and put them on paper or whatever, and then I'll present it to you. Um, And so that's really what I need to kind of work on with that. Because, you know, a lot of times I just can't, I can't articulate it, and so I react. And then that looks bad because then they come back to you and they're like, um, well, you're not giving us any solution to that. You're just saying it won't work. Why don't you come back to us when you have, you know, some suggestions on how we could move forward? Yeah, that's usually usually my uh, my answer to those things is is like yeah, let me uh, and usually I'll just say I'll you know I'll, usually I'll say you know let let the team and let, let it you know we need to talk about this as a team at some other time because it's a little bit too big to figure out right now and most of the time they're like okay and then you know you grab one or two other people and you chat for fifteen twenty minutes and you know you all, you know you can figure it out together and you know most of the time you're coming back with a solution. And I think that's, what's important. It's like, you know, regardless how, how tough the problem is, there's always a solution. So, you know, as long as you're, you know, if you're saying this won't work, but saying, but this might work, you know, or I have another idea. I just need to think about it. You know, there's always a way to solve a problem. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I think we're, uh, we're running out of time here. We can each maybe give one last bit of, uh, kind of closing statements or whatever, and then we'll kind of close it out. But um, for me, I wanted to say one last thing is, is I, I, I thought of myself as senior until a few days ago when I had a conversation with, again, with my coach, Chris. Um, and, and I'm glad that he, uh, that, that what he said kind of knocked me down a little bit mentally because not saying that's a bad thing at all. Chris, don't read into that. Uh, it's, it was good for me because when I start thinking that I've I've maxed out or whatever, or I've I've reached where my goal was, or you know I'm I'm where I need to be, then I become complacent. I can start to get cocky, and I think that's kind of where I was getting because I was getting cocky. I was getting lazy, like you said. I wasn't being like I'll take that on. I'll do this and that. So feeling like I'm like okay, there's still something I can strive for. This these are things that I can, you know, concrete things that I can work towards. That's going to help me a lot because I always want to make sure I challenge myself, and so. But um, this has been a good talk, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Uh, we, yeah. We've, we've learned some things about each other and ourselves and had some good discussions on what senior actually means. Um, you got anything to add to the closing of that? Um, <laughs> on the no, spot. not really. I mean, I guess, you know, I, I, I think above all else, it doesn't matter how much you know or how little you know. Um, just be a good teammate and, you know, uh, and a professional and, you know, and don't worry about, you know, ranking or, you know, that kind of stuff. Cause it's, it's all about the final product and, you know, um, just enjoy what you're doing. So the rest will come, you know, that kind of thing. Wise words of wisdom from Mr. Matt Kuyar. Thank you. Thanks for those, Matt. Um, thanks for talking again today. It's been great recording this. 
Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next time on uh, on Code Talk with Matt and Steven. Be- feel free to check us out on Twitter. We're at Code Talk Podcast, and we are codetalk.simplecast.fm. We'll see you next time.